Welcome to The Daily Cut, a podcast of Park Community Church. I'm Joe Riccardi, a pastor from our Lincoln Park location. Throughout this season, we wanted to create something consistent that would help add even a little sense of rhythm to life. And so to do that, we've altered our use of this podcast. And instead, we'll be posting a short devotional every day. So we do hope you'll be joining us and we'll enjoy listening. This is The Daily Cut, and I'm Joe Riccardi. It is good to be with you all. I think this is maybe week four. And so um, I do hope you're faring well in this season, no matter where uh, you may find yourself. I do pray you are finding um, the sufficiency of the Lord in this and do uh, an extra shout out to our essential workers, nurses, doctors, hospital workers, grocery store workers, firemen, policemen, uh, so many more. Our elected officials, we're, we're just really grateful for each and every one of you and pray blessings on your time. And so on Monday of this past week, we started something new. We were in Philippians, I think for a couple weeks. And I love Philippians. I actually just read, uh, I'm reading it in my devotional time right now as well in my reading through the Bible plan and love Philippians. But this week we're doing a little mini series called A Good Word for Me where everyone who's on this week is going to be sharing, not just from the passage they're assigned, excuse me, but from a passage that God has been using in their life in this season. The thought being that what we're going through affects everyone. Some people are hating this season, they're in pain, they're struggling, could be really hard, and it's not an easy thing. Other people, quite frankly, might be loving this season of of shutdown and quietness or maybe at least loving certain aspects of it. And so the hope is that uh, the passage would be helpful to you. Um, Again, we only could speak for what God is doing in each of our lives. And so if God's maybe doing it in one of our lives, maybe for some, he's doing it in your life as well. So that's the thought behind a good word for me. Today, I want us to look at just three verses. Uh, This will be a short one from the closing chapter of the book of Hebrews. I love Hebrews. And I just want to share three verses that I've always loved, but uh, they've been even more meaningful for me in this season. But let me do that. Let me, before I do that, let me pray. God, would you bless uh, the reading of your word right now? I pray no matter where we may be, maybe we're in a car right now, maybe we're on a plane, train, maybe we're just home listening to this. Maybe it's a first-time listener as well. Um, maybe someone stumbled on it from the, the recommendation of a friend. So God, I just pray by your Holy Spirit, you would do uh, what I couldn't do, a Holy Spirit of God, and, and minister to those who listen, to those who know Jesus. I pray, God, this would be an encouragement as we uh, get an encouragement from your word. Um, and then for those maybe who are listening who don't know Christ, uh, pray uh, this podcast might be used to create a desire for that which is eternal, for that which is everlasting. So God, do that, we pray, by your Holy Spirit, for the glory of Christ, in whose name we pray, amen. Okay, our three verses today are Hebrews 13, verses 14 through 16. And they read as follows. For here we have no lasting city, but we seek the city that is to come. Through him then let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. As I reflect on the season in which we find ourselves, it is so difficult to imagine that this is how life would go on for year after year after year, right? 
to think if someone told you today, this will be your new norm for the rest of your earthly life. The lockdown mode and social distancing and such would become the new norm. Who would want that? I don't think any of us would want a world like that to live in, right? For if we did, it would only make the life to come even more appealing, right? For if this is how life on earth is going to be, I want heaven. And maybe that could be one of the ways that God is working in his people during this time, in this unprecedented season. I think it'd be really easy if everything goes back to the norm we've always known. Let's say, for example, even today, let's say the governor of Illinois at 2.30 comes on and says, we're good, Illinois, get back to what you know to be doing. As appealing as that may sound, and don't get me wrong, part of me is like, yes, oh, wouldn't that be wonderful if today he says everything is back to what we had? I think uh, for many of us, and I say this first to myself, we might quickly forget the sanctifying work the Lord wants to do in each of our lives. The writer of Hebrews in verse 14 reminds us of a truth. For here we have no lasting city. Coronavirus or not, recession or booming economy, major league baseball or not, wonderful job or no job. I need to be reminded in this season afresh that here we have no lasting city. I can be so easily attached to all this world has to offer. And many of it are kindnesses from God. Who doesn't love a day at the beach? Who doesn't love the sun and 85 degrees and, and, and having a great meal at a restaurant with friends? Those are just kindnesses from God. But it, it, it can't end there. It can't create in you and me this this uh, not longing for that which it has, that which is to come, right? I think if our lives become so filled with the things of this world, it has an effect to kill the desire for the heavenly city, for that which is to come, which will be with God, which one will be with God in the new heavens and the new earth. So I'm praying in my own life that this historic time in our world would have a lasting effect on me many lasting effects, but one of which would be to be reminded that no matter how wonderful life might return to, and I am so eager for the gathered church to return, for the community of God's people to come together for small groups, baseball, and most especially, can't wait for college football, go Gators. But I ask the Lord, even now, make me more of a seeker of that which is to come. Let this period in our lives that's still ongoing mark me and let it produce in me a deeper desire for the eternal city. And so I need him by his spirit to deepen that desire to seek that which is to come. And then in verse 15, we are exhorted to make a sacrifice of praise to God, the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. I remember a pastor friend of mine using an illustration once about hearing a preacher give a message and a woman in the audience kept shouting, bring him up, bring him up, bring him up. And the preacher wasn't quite sure what she meant. 
until she found out afterwards that this preacher that was giving the sermon wasn't bringing up the name of Jesus and he didn't need to be exhorted, bring him up, bring him up, bring him up. And so in this season, as in any season, I need to be examining myself and asking myself, am I bringing him up? Am I daily acknowledging his provision, calling out his name, ever thankful? Oh God, thank you for Jesus Christ. Thank you for the gospel. Thank you that all the promises of God are to find their yes and their fulfillment in Christ. Am I looking for opportunities to bring him up when I'm out and about? I've been doing some social distancing walks lately, a bunch of them actually, really loving it. I hope it continues after all of this uh, with some friends. Um, and so one of my friends has caught on because I'll often say we, we need to like look for opportunities. And so whenever, so whenever we pass someone, uh, I'll hear him start shouting, bring him up, bring him up, bring him up. And we'll look for opportunities, uh, to bring him up in, in, in conversations. And, uh, and sometimes he doesn't come up, but sometimes people ask questions too. So uh, I'm exhorted here and reminded here, uh, in this verse, in verse 15 as well to offer up, offer up, offer up. It's coming from my mouth, lips that acknowledge his name. And then lastly, in verse 16, I am reminded to do, to do good, to share. God has an action on my part. He wants for me. He doesn't say, do not neglect to do good unless you're in a pandemic and to share what you have unless things are scarce to buy, so only worry about yourself. No, the exhortation is to do good, to share, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. So even as I write this, um, I feel the Spirit's conviction. Lord, what is the good I am doing now? How could I do more? God, how am I doing with sharing? Or he's asking me that, Joe, how are you doing with sharing? How can you give away more? This is the calling of my life and your life too. If you follow Jesus, we often wonder, what's God's will for each of us? Well, verse 16 is as practical as it gets. We are told something of God's emotion and his heart as we read that such sacrifices are pleasing to him. I would hope as a Christ follower on this podcast, if you're listening and as I'm searching my own heart, right? I want, I want to please him. I want him to look down and say, there's my, there's my child and I'm pleased with him. I don't want to grieve him. So I need to be reminded the, the, from these verses in Hebrews, what of life a pleasing to the father is. The gospel reminds me, I can't get him to love me more. Jesus took care of that on the cross by dying and rising again. But I need a continual work of transformation in my heart. His spirit at work in me. Apart from that, apart from his spirit enabling, it's not possible. But as I read these verses, I reminded again, he has given me a role to play. Verse 14, we seek, we seek, we seek the city to come. Lord, have mercy, help us, God. We offer, our lips acknowledge his name. Lord, have mercy, help me to do this, God, every day, every moment. We do, we do good, we share. Lord, by your spirit, prompt me to do good and to share. 
So may our God, may our Father in heaven get much pleasure from me, from each of us during this season. And may our joy and contentment in God as we serve him only increase so that as he finds pleasure in us, we might find, like the psalmist did in Psalm 16, in your presence, the psalmist says, is fullness of joy. Of joy. And uh-huh. at, your, at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want fullness of joy? Who doesn't want to experience pleasures forevermore? So may God, again, by his Holy Spirit, enable this in each of our lives. Let me pray. Father, thank you so much today for your word. Thank you for Hebrews 13. And I pray, God, it was it would be of some encouragement, even just to one who is listening today, God, that we might become a people that seek more and more the city to come, that we might offer a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that acknowledge your name, O God. We love you, Father God. We love you, Jesus Christ. We love you, Holy Spirit. Our lives are dependent upon you. And God, may we be a people who do who do good and who share, right? I think of Jesus's words in Matthew 5, a city set on a hill cannot be hidden, neither do people light a lamp and put put it under a basket on a stand so that it gives light to all those in the house. And so he says, Jesus says, so may our good works uh, be so seen by others that people uh, may give glory to you as they see us living um, with our lights, as they see... uh, our lives being uh, making much of you. So Lord, we bless you. Uh, We thank you for this day. Have your own way. And we pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today. I do pray the Lord will make his face to shine upon you and bless you. We'll be back tomorrow with another short devotional of the Daily Cut. So God bless you and have a great day.